This is Miller's Edge on Tide of the SEC, where it just means more. We'll talk about some of those, talk about what's happening uh, in the SEC. Of course, we got to look at Alabama hitting the road uh, this weekend after a big win over LSU, and uh, they head to Kentucky. And that's uh, going to be a very interesting game. We'll get into that, break that down for you on the program today. Of course, we love taking your calls, hearing from you, 205-342-9904. Don't forget to download the app, right? That app is amazing. I use it all the time to listen to other shows while I'm here in Columbia and when I'm traveling, wherever I'm at, New York, Pennsylvania, Florida, it doesn't matter. I can get all the shows, Tide 100.9. Download that app and you can ask questions either by typing that question in or... Now we know that you can leave a little voice question. So uh, we got you covered there. So make sure you download that on your cell phones, on your iPad, whatever smart device that you have. We really would appreciate that. We're sponsored by our good friends at the Good Feet Store. They are America's arch support experts. Again, check out my good friends over at r Cigars, 2703 6th Street, Reagan and Randy. Take great care of you over there. They got every cigar imaginable that you want to smoke. The humidor's probably the best I've seen on the East Coast for sure. They got the best Porsche. They got the, I mean, the mansion is phenomenal. Uh, recliners in every room, big screen TVs. And, of course, you're in the bourbon, scotch, nice drinks. Probably the best selection in town. It's r r Cigars, 27036th Street, right there, downtown Tuscaloosa. Last night, the second reveal happened. It did. I don't know how you feel about it. I mean... I get caught up in it, uh, you know, because I like to see the debates and things like that. But nothing really shocking to me. What we've seen on last night, the top four pretty much remained the same. Ohio State, number one, Georgia, number two, Michigan, three, and Florida State sitting at number four. Then you got Washington, Oregon, Texas, and then Alabama at number eight. Now, Greg McElroy, former Alabama quarterback, made, to me, a compelling argument about Looking at Oregon's resume and looking at Alabama's resume, the wins that they have over top 25 team teams, Oregon has one. Um, so although I think Oregon's one of the best teams in the country, uh, just based on the eye test, but if you use a resume and other things, where should they be ranked really? Is Alabama in the right place? Should Alabama be ranked in front of them? We'll talk a little bit about that on today, although it really doesn't matter because Alabama... I still believe control their own destiny. Greg McElroy said on his uh, uh, last night during the ESPN, he felt like because where Texas is, Alabama had a nice win last week. Texas struggled um, winning. I think they won in overtime, I believe, 33-30. But they're still in front of Alabama. Now, the big question I want to ask today, if Alabama wins out with their, their resume, they lost to Texas in week two, 
do you see the committee having a one-loss SEC champion kicked out of the college football playoffs? I just can't see that. I can't see that happening. I think Texas will get in as well. Then I think says Oregon wins out. I think Oregon's out. Alabama would be in. So if you want to get into some of that today, we can do that as well. But um, it's just something interesting to see because we said, I've said, Alabama controls their own destiny. And that is true. I mean, all you can do is play the schedule you got, win your games. If they went out, right, they're going to be, what, 12-1? and one? They only lost to Texas, who would probably be in the top four because Washington, Oregon, probably going to play again. That is a, a good loss, if you will. And then you beat, let's just say uh, Georgia wins out, right? They beat Ole Miss this weekend, a top 10 team. They beat Tennessee, a top 20 team, right? Georgia probably is going to be number one. And so if Alabama ends up beating a number one Georgia or number two, you think they're going to hold them out of the college football playoffs? Nick Saban, the tradition, the history of Alabama, there's no way in Hades. That is not going to happen. So we can get in some of that. We can talk about Kentucky, uh, rush around the SEC. We got you covered right here on the Miller's Edge, right here on the Tide 100.9, 1230 AM WTBC. And I believe uh, the other half of the Edge is in studio today with Justin Jones and Noah Guys. Happy hump day. Hope you're doing well, man. I'm on the porch at my house today. It's 70 degrees. It's sunny. It's beautiful. I hope it's beautiful in town. It definitely is, and it's nice to be able to hear you, not hear humidors and people chatting and <laughs> whatever you got going at your little cigar. That, that place you hang out with, man, it's, it's very active for midday. It sounded like you had a little party going on in there yesterday. But um, in terms That's of... That's what makes it great about being on location, man. You, you're going to hear noise. That's... That's the way it is. That's the cool thing about people talking in the background. People listening to our show. People hadn't heard our show. You know, I was, I was pumping the Miller's Edge Extra. Uh, people are chiming in. They're subscribing, liking. So that's why I go out to, to broaden our show, to broaden our scope. Because, that's your, you know, that's, that's what excuse. we do. That's a good excuse. But in terms of what you were saying, though, I don't know if you heard uh, Kirk Herbstreit, but he said that he feels that if Texas wins out and Alabama were to win out, he didn't feel that it would be possible that Alabama would go ahead of Texas. Did you see that? No, I heard that. Yeah, I, I heard it. I mean, what, what do you think about that? I mean, do you agree with that? But listen, we've seen this before. We've seen this story before because I can't remember what year, head-to-head, the other team that lost head-to-head leapfrog. And here's my thing. I believe this Alabama football team, as we sit today, November, what is it, 6th, 7th, whatever the date is, listen, is not the same team in week two. They are better. And I, I, I argued the point that I don't think head-to-head count as much early on in the season because Alabama didn't really know the quarterback was, the quarterback was still in the oven, they still playing musical chairs with the quarterback. Mill gets benched the next week against South Florida. Offensive line was extremely horrible. But now you look at this Alabama football team, and you said if they played today, I think things would be different. Texas quarterback's out. They got injuries. So to me, I look at it like this. Because Alabama lost early, to me, it doesn't bother me because I think Alabama's a, a much, much better football team, right? I don't think Texas, they're a better football team now. I think they kind of put it on cruise control. They've had struggles in winning games against lesser opponents. So I hear what he's saying. If you're just going by, well, how can you, you put somebody in front of them and they beat that team, that said team at home, in this case is Alabama. But listen, man, Alabama could be better than Texas right now. So you just put them and said they're the better team because they beat them in week two, right? Would you say Virginia Tech in years, I don't know, five, seven years ago when they beat Ohio State, I believe, like the first or second week in the season that Virginia Tech's a better team than Ohio State? No. They caught them at the right time. This team was growing. They were finding themselves. So if I'm on the committee, see, I, don't, I would not let that bother me. Now, if they played last week, Right? And and Texas beat Alabama last week. Oh, yeah. Because now we're talking about being in that moment. 
But, you know, two months ago, seven weeks ago, this is a totally different football team. Can you sit here and say Texas is a better team than Alabama now, even though they beat Alabama in week two? I don't think so. That's why I don't think it's the case. Now, if Texas went out, Alabama was, as I said, before you, we got on, I think it won't be the argument of Alabama and Texas. The committee's not going to hold out a one-loss SEC champion. There's no way in this world. Ain't going to happen. So it might come down to Oregon when you look at their resume, Washington, and whomever else. I mean, Michigan, Ohio State, they got to play each other. Michigan will go to Penn State this week. I mean, so a lot of stuff is going to happen before we get to this, uh, you know, the climax of this moment. But listen, I don't agree with what Kirk Herbstreit said. And, and, and Greg McElroy said the same thing because I think they're going to look at where these teams are now. They said every week they tear up the paper and they start over. Well, if you, you start over, you got to look at now. Look at Alabama football now. If they're real about what they're saying, is Texas better than Alabama now? Would you say Texas is better than Alabama right now? No, and I was going to say one compelling argument that you're missing. I, I was going to throw this in there. I, I, listen, I don't agree with Kirk Herbstreit. I was just asking your thoughts. What I was going to point out, which I don't think you pointed out, was that if you look at the strength of schedule, you look at who Texas has played, uh, from what I see, they lost to number 17, Oklahoma. They beat number 19, Kansas. Other than that, uh, and they beat Alabama number eight, sure. Uh, but then you look at Alabama, uh, yeah, we've got the one loss to Texas, who's you know a top 10 team, right? But then you look at the rest of it, Beat number 10, Ole Miss. Beat number 14, Tennessee. Beat number 18, LSU. Um, so I, I feel like if you, if you, they always talk about they put in, you know, strength of schedule into the equation, all these things. I think if Alabama wins out, like you said, they're SEC champions and look at their resume, there's no way they don't make the playoffs. If, if they miss the playoffs with one loss but, but win out and are SEC champions, that is ridiculous. That is, I mean, that, that would be mind boggling. Something else that I'm not seeing talked about a lot is if Texas wins out, it's kind of a double-edged sword because it makes that loss that Alabama have look better. That's true. That's another yeah. great point, Justin. Yeah, that, that's why I don't – maybe – I don't know where Kirk Herbstreit necessarily was going. I guess he just was only going on the argument, well, how do you put a team ahead of another team that lost to that team? But like you said, with whether it's Virginia Tech that year, right, I mean – it. That, that things happen, right? And it, like I'm, I love the the argument about yes, it's early on. It's week two, right? Catching them at the right time, and I I have to. We'll have to. I remember last year we looked at all the the ingredients that go into selecting the teams. I have to go back and revisit that. But I think they also go say the eye test is part of it too. If you're going off the eye test, I mean that that gives you enough reason right there. So I, I don't know. Like I think at the end of the day, Alabama they just need to focus on what they can control, and that's each week. You know you know, dominating their opponents, uh, you know, winning is one thing, but if you go out there and make a statement and really dominate these opponents, you give them no choice. I mean, coach Saban used to always say that don't, don't leave it up to other people to decide your fate, right? You know, go ahead and just prove it, prove it, leave them no choice. And so that's what they need to do. They just need to focus on that. But it is, it's interesting talking about it. Cause you're right. There's, there's so many different ways this could go looking at these teams um, that are in the top eight, I would say right now, but we still got a few more weeks in the regular season. I think, I think it will eventually sort itself out, but I'm sure there will be some. I think it will get kind of kind of tricky, mm -hmm. like it did last season when they're trying to decide is it going to be. It's going to be Alabama chaos, or, you know. You know, yeah, I think it's going to be a little chaotic, like it was last season. In my I opinion. mean, listen, you got Oregon and Washington probably going to have a rematch, right? Washington beat Oregon in a close game. Washington was at home, came down to the final play, I believe. Um, Michigan, Ohio State still has to play each other, right? And it doesn't matter. Um, about the other side because whomever win their side of the division, the big or whatever they call the other side, which is terrible. You got Iowa sitting there at seven and two. They're ranked, but I would just let go of the offensive coordinator, which is the son of Kurt Ferentz. And they can't score but 12 points a game, but their defense is good. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, so whomever come out. So Michigan, Ohio State, got to play. Michigan plays Penn State this week which we'll see who Penn State really is. Um, so, listen, there's things going to happen. And you got Georgia. With their, Georgia got a gauntlet. Now, they just beat Missouri, and it wasn't a, a blowout win, right, at home. Missouri played them pretty good. I had a couple of if, if Brady Cook doesn't throw a pick six, we're talking about a different game. Uh, on a screenplay, he threw not with a pick six, but he gave him an interception that took it down to about like the five-yard line. Now, this game, Ole Miss... 
and, and George, we're going to talk about in a minute. That's a huge game. Yep. And then they got to go to Tennessee, Knoxville, which we know that could go either way, too. So Georgia's got some, you know, tough games. We talked about the weakness of their schedule up to this point. Well, now they got to win those. They got one out of the three. The next two going to be big. And then we are thinking it's going to be Alabama and, and Atlanta for the SEC championship. So Georgia's going to have to win four big games to get there. If Georgia survives and get there, they've earned it. Where do where do they, you, they would definitely where do you think they drop though? Say hypothetically, you know, Alabama wins out, they go face Georgia and Atlanta. They beat Georgia. I mean, do you see? You think Georgia still drops out of the top four? Well, that's why I think it's going to be chaotic. If Georgia that would, lost team and lose to Alabama, who probably would have moved first up, loss. yeah, it's going to be a lot, man. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be a lot. And Florida State sitting there with no room for error, right? They're at number four. Florida State isn't the number four team in the country. I mean, do you watch the game? I don't think the committee watched these games. I mean, Boo Corrigan, who is the athletics director at NC State, he sat up there on national television last night and tried to tell us and give Michigan Street cred for beating Rutgers. About, <laughs> I mean, did you watch the game? I mean, come on. So that's why people are messed up, because how do you have Ohio State number one, right? And they got their best win is Notre Dame. Notre Dame have shown that they're not even good. They're a pedestrian team. Notre Dame got beat by Clemson, an unranked team. I know you're going to say, oh, it's Clemson. It don't matter. They're unranked with four losses. Notre Dame lost to that team. Notre Dame got blown out by Louisville. But yet, Notre Dame is still ranked. Well, I don't even think Michigan has a ranked win. I mean, what I'm looking Michigan at. Michigan don't have nothing. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And Oregon has just that one win. That's it. I mean... I think Colorado might be one of their best wins for Oregon. So that's what I'm saying. It's confusing what the committee is doing right now. Is it is it the eye test? Is it strength of record? Is it strength of schedule? This is why all this stuff uh, draws a lot of arguments. Well, th this is why I'm eager for this 12-team playoff or whatever it is. I, I keep forgetting all the specifics, but the expanded playoff system, right? But then you're going to have 12 to 16. It ain't going to matter. Then people are going to argue 12 to 16. Yeah, but, I mean, that's better than just these only four teams that get a chance. At, you know what I mean? Like, at least if you're, like, between, you know, 8 and 12 or whatever it is, I mean, you're still in there, right? I mean, you, you can yeah. live to see another day. If you're outside the top four, I mean, you're out of luck, right? So, I mean, I, I am kind of eager for that. Like you said uh, last time we talked about it, I mean, Alabama's pretty much guaranteed to see the playoffs every single like, – we wouldn't even be having these. You know what I mean? Like, you could lose to Texas week two. And people won't necessarily freak out like we have in past years because you got the expanded playoffs. You, know, you can lose two it. games and still make the top 12. Sure. You know, um, but yeah, I'm just saying, but this year I think it's going to be very interesting. And because of transfer portal, Oregon has a ton of transfer portal guys. Florida State, 15 to 22 starters of transfer portal guys. So you can see uh, what transfer portal can do to certain teams and put them right there in the mix. Bo Nix, former Auburn quarterback, is uh, playing Heisman-worthy candidate football. Uh, listen, it's going to be very interesting. That's all I'm saying. But how do you feel, folks, about Alabama at number eight? They get a good win, a very decisive win over LSU, but yet the committee says, ah, eh, don't matter. <laughs> I mean, like, they don't go anywhere. They stay right here at number eight. Uh, a big-time win. Everybody was talking about how great LSU was last week, how great this offense is. They only get seven points in the first and the second half against the Tide, which is pretty impressive. Seven. The LSU in the second half, zero to Tennessee, and I think it was three to somebody. I mean, this defense has been phenomenal. If they continue to get better and play the way they're playing, Alabama's going to be a tough out. When we come back, we'll talk about Kentucky. Next up on the docket for the Tide, will this be a situation where folks will say, hey, look out, Alabama. Could be upset alert, upset special. Is Kentucky that team? We'll discuss and take your phone calls, 205-342-9904. Again, we'll be back in just a moment. Corey Miller, Christian Miller, Justin Jones, and Noah. The Miller's Edge on the Tide, 100.9, 30 a.m. WTBC. Back in a moment.
This is Christian Miller, and I want to tell you about my good friends over at Spine and Sport Chiropractic. Spine and Sport Chiropractic provides quality chiropractic services for chronic conditions, injuries, sports-related trauma, and more right here in the heart of West Alabama. Come and discover how this form of medicine can improve your overall health by addressing the original cause of your ailments instead of masking your pain. If you're in need of this type of relief, contact Dr. Brian McDonald and his team at 205-345-8102. Again, that's 205-345-8102. From our home base in Birmingham, Alabama, we are here treating patients from every generation across the United States and from around the world. We're here for the rookies and the dreamers trying to make a name for themselves. We are here for the achievers who are resilient and won't take no for an answer. We're here for the coaches, athletic trainers, and mentors who are shaping the next generation of legends. We are here for you. Aggressively pursuing victory over injury. Learn more at andrewsportsmedicine.com. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. The weather unseasonably warm this afternoon, partly to mostly sunny, the high 82. For tonight, mostly fair with a low at 59. Tomorrow, clouds gradually increasing. We'll have a chance of showers by tomorrow night, the daytime high 79. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 77 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Here the Miller's Edge on the Tide 100.9, a.m. WTBC. Corey Miller, Christian Miller, Justin Jones. Got you here the next, I don't know, 40 or so, well, 35 minutes. Get my math right. Kentucky, Alabama. It's been a while since the Tide been on the road to Lexington, Kentucky. Kentucky started very, very good, 5-0, I believe, and then went to Georgia and ran into a bus saw. And they have gone down. They sit right now at 6-3. and three. They're both eligible. But this is a football team that uh, Mark Stoops definitely has ready to play well. Coach, very physical in the trenches, offensive line and defensive line. They got players uh, through the transfer portal that are very good. I mean, look at Davis, the running back. He's already at 903 yards, nine touchdowns. They got Devin Leary, the transfer quarterback from NC State. He's starting to play better as of late, 18 touchdowns. And seven interceptions. Sorry, that's my wife pulling up. And then we got uh, T. Robinson, 31 catches. He leads the team in receptions, 462 yards and three touchdowns, Christian. But this is one of those games that, uh, you know, I don't want to deem it as a trap game. Uh, But you're coming off a very high emotional win against LSU. Uh, A couple weeks before that, emotional big win over Tennessee. You, you, You repaid the two teams that beat you last year that kept you out of the college football playoffs. You got that done. Now things have changed, Christian. Now people are saying or speaking differently, right, about Alabama. Now this is a scary team. It's a team you don't want to play. Oh, Jalen Miro. People even start to talk about him as a, a potential Heisman candidate late in the season with a late push. Everybody's conversation is different now about the tie, which we and as Nick Saban would call it, there's a lot of rap poison surfacing around the program today. So is this a trap game for Alabama? Is this a game that they need to be extremely careful? Uh, I think, I mean, it definitely, I wouldn't say has a recipe for it, but I, I, like you just mentioned all those factors, right? Coming off a big win versus LSU, the media uh, nationally is talking about you, giving you a lot of praise, they're starting to build you up. So, yeah, I mean, you definitely... Uh, want to be cautious in terms of not getting ahead of yourself, you know, not thinking, okay, we handled, you know, the big challenges that were in front of us. Now we can kind of just coast through the rest, which I don't think they have that approach at all by any means, but I can understand why that's being discussed or talked about, um, especially talking about this Kentucky team. They're a solid football team, six and three right now. Um, when you, when you look at them uh, naturally where they, they rank in terms of kind of where they come in statistically, they're kind of in the middle of the pack with a lot of stuff, 42nd, in total defense, which is actually pretty good. 91st in total offense. Uh, they're 31st in sacks with 23 on the year. Um, so, I mean, I mean, they're they're a pretty good football team. You're talking about going on the road. We always talk about it. Going on the road in the SEC um, is always a difficult challenge. But, again, you look at Alabama and, and how they've, uh, you know, proved to be, you know, pretty successful on the road and, and managed it quite well this season, I would say. So, I don't know if I'd necessarily call it a trap game. 
Um, but I definitely think you want to go into it with the right mentality, as you should any game. But specifically just knowing, like, hey, you know, this is another solid football team. I know we had a great win over LSU last weekend. However, that was last weekend. Now this is the next ch- challenge in front of us. This is the next test. So this is where all our attention needs to be. We don't need to be focused on Chattanooga next week. We don't need to be focused on Auburn. We don't need to be focused on if we're going to be in the playoffs or going to Atlanta right now. Uh, Kentucky is a team in front of us, and that's what we need to focus on. So, yeah, I, I would just say, you know, I think Alabama's going to go in there. And I, I hope they, they carry this momentum that they have uh, because we've talked about it. They've improved every single week. We keep seeing these improvements. Um, so hopefully it continues on that trajectory. Um, could this be a game where they kind of, you know, get back to being a little, I wouldn't say a little sloppy here or there. It could, right? I mean, it's football. Anything can happen. But I think – uh, what you what you hope for is they build off the momentum that they've established over the last several weeks. Uh, you know, you know, starting with whether it was Tennessee or uh, even just last week LSU, and just keep riding that right because they're really starting to play some of their best ball right around November, and that's really where you want to start hitting your stride, and that's what we've been able to do. And um, so I, I like the progress, and I, I'll be honest, I, I think um, they're set up to finish the season nicely. And uh, you just got to take it one step at a time. And I know that sounds like a Coach Saban answer. You always make fun of me calling me a Coach Saban disciple. But it is what it is. I mean, that's true. You got to control what you can control and focus on the task at hand, right? Because if you start looking ahead or start looking back and start feeling yourself a little too much, that's where you start to get tripped up and things, bad things can happen. So you want to be focused on this game and this game only, then let the rest take care of itself. But uh, we got some callers lining up, so let's go ahead and head on to the phone lines, let you guys in on the conversation. 205-342-9904 is the number. We'll start with uh, Dr. Crystal's on the line. Let's go ahead and head on over to Dr. Crystal. How are you today? Doing well. It was great meeting you guys uh, last week, so thanks so much for being so sweet to my son and getting some great hugs from you guys. Absolutely. Likewise. Oh, it's great meeting you guys. Chase. Yeah, and yourself. So, just, and of course, I'll, I'll try to be brief, but, you know, I watched the rankings as they came out, and I just kind of shook my head. Here's why. This committee stuff, I completely hate it, just because of the human element, because it's all subjective, right? Yep. So, on mm-hmm. one hand, they say, oh, don't, don't, you know, don't lose late, then you're going to mess up and you won't get in, so we lose early, and it's still a problem. Everybody hated the BCS. I like the BCS. I'm a numbers person to an extent when it comes down between the numbers and the human elements, give me the numbers. Right. So I'll be so glad when we move to this um, extended playoff system, because I'm so tired of this committee, I could get, you know, 10 people from the local truck stop to probably do a better job. (laughs) I don't don't think they watch football. I really don't think they watch football. I promise you they don't. I don't think they do either because when he sat, sat, sat up there and talked about Rutgers, and, oh, they got to, you know, uh, he followed up the stats like Christian d- does and say, hey, oh, the defense got to be pretty good. Hey, so, easy, you easy, know. easy. Hold on now. <laughs> you, know. I, you know, look, I, I'm i with you. I'm more of a, you know, eye test and go off of tape and all that. I just like numbers to put in the equation because I think it helps tell part of the story. Then you can, you know, detail it further by actually, well, come on, don't why, why you got to Why you got to throw me out? I'm just like saying, that? I mean. I if he wants to highlight like, Rutgers as a quality win for Ohio State, I would never. which is a reason why you put them at number one, something crazy wrong with that. Because I, I don't know, he's I never to really liked himself. It. Well, it's, it's not he's not <laughs> doing a great job at it. He needs to go back to <laughs> NC State and and, and 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 just work on his other duties. But here's the thing: Alabama has three top twenty-five wins. Alabama is not the same team as they were in week two. I think people are crazy if they can't see that. This is a much better team with a uh, a qualified quarterback. The offensive line is starting to get better defensively. Look at what they've done, especially I just talked throughout those numbers in the second half, how they shut people down. This is a team nobody wants to play right now, right? This is a team that's still peaking. There's, the trajectory is, is amazing. And the fact that you put Oregon and Washington in front of them, to me, if you if, if I test has anything, I'm, I'm with Macro on this one. I would have Texas at five, Alabama at six. Now, may it won't even probably matter down the stretch, but they are confusing people with some of their comments as a committee. And I'm with I'm with Dr. Crystal. Take the human element out. Go back to the BCS. Let the computer spit things out, and and they seem to do a pretty good job with them. Totally, totally agree. I, I'm so sick of this committee, but 
on a lighter note, we just need to win out and just kind of, you know, let the rest, let the chips fall where they may. I guess. But that's all I got. You, Thank you so much again. Are you Great scared of this game, guys. though, Dr. Crystal? Do you think uh, no, this could be a no, trap game? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm, said, I'm, I'm, scared, I'm, I'm scared that uh, that they might put Tyler Buckner in there by the third quarter because we should be so far. <laughs> other than that, no, no worries at all. I love it. I love the conference. They died. Me too. I hope we get to see you again before the season's over. I really enjoyed hanging out and Chase. He's uh, got such great character. And uh, uh, that was fun getting to hang out with you guys on last Friday. Likewise. Thank you so much. You guys have a great weekend. Roll time. All right, be blessed. Have a great Roll rest time. of your week. Hey, Road time. For, for what it's worth, I'm on the college football playoff website. And this is what they describe. This is how they, they do their rankings according to the website. The selection committee ranks... The team's based on the members' evaluation mm-hmm. of the team's performance on the field using conference championships one, strength of schedule, head-to-head results, and comparison of results against common opponents to decide among teams that are comparable. So that, that that's that's the criteria, I guess. Yeah, um, but they don't always <laughs> use that criteria. It is on paper. Oh, that sounds amazing. No, you know how it is. When, you, when you're building a website or you're building a portfolio, you always – Throw, on, throw in these fancy words and make it sound real pretty. And say, I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's what that is. But I'm just saying, according to them, that's yeah. how they decide. Uh, you know, like Dr. Crystal said, I mean, you just got to win out and let, let the chips fall where they may. And then I think they will fall in our favor. But it definitely is going to get chaotic depending on how other teams end up playing. But you can't focus on that because if you fool around and lose a game to Kentucky on the road, which that's not happening. I'm knocking on wood on the desk in here now. It's not happening. But I'm just saying – then th- these conversations don't even matter. We're wasting our time. That's why you, you got to take it one step at a time, one day at a time, one week at a time, and ultimately you'll get the results that you'll want. And that, that's what we've always done around here, right? I mean, it, and it always ends up working out, whether it was back in 2017 when, you know, we fell to Auburn at the, end of the, at the end of the year, and we just had to sit there and hope and pray. I remember us all just sitting there, and we just said we, we weren't going to play in the SEC championship because we had lost to Auburn. Right, but we were just like, well, we still feel like we're a top four team. Coach Saban was out there advocating for us, and we got in. We got in at number four, and we ended up winning out and winning the national championship that year. So you just never know how things are going to work out. That's why you just got to just take it one game at a time. Is there more calls? Because I think Justin forgets to text me because you're in the studio. No. So I can't see, no, see the calls. No, we're, we're hanging out now. But if anybody wants to join right. in on the conversation, remember, it's 205-342-9904. But real quick, I want to remind you guys about our good friends over at uh, the Good Feet Store in Midtown Village. If you're dealing with any type of pain, foot pain, knee pain, back pain, you need to go check out the Good Feet Store in Midtown Village and give their premium art support to try. It's try before you buy. You've got nothing to lose. If you're like me, I was dealing with jumper's knee. I was dealing with just bad pain, walking around, moving around. I like to work out a lot. I was in a lot of pain. I went and got uh, fitted for my art supports, and they provided so much relief for that pain because they eliminate and alleviate that pain by getting you in that proper balance. So go check them out. I promise you will not be disappointed again. That's the Good Feet Store over in Midtown Village. Again, that's Good Feet improving the quality of people's lives two feet at a time. And while you're over there, you might as well stop by Alumni Hall. Remember, Alumni Hall is the place to uh, go for your latest and greatest officially licensed Alabama gear. Again, they've got the hat wall. If you're like me, you love hats. That fall weather come in. It's a little warm this week, but as it starts to cool down again, go and get your jackets, your hoodies, your sweaters, you name it, everything Alabama-related. They've got it for you right there at Alumni Hall in Midtown Village, or you can go to Alumni Hall. Dot com Again, that's Alumni Hall, where the ultimate Crimson Tide fans shop. Um, yep, I got my hoodie, and I did. need to get another one when I come back because I got some ashes fell off my cigar as I was driving down the we, road. We, just need, we need an intervention, man. We need an intervention. We're going to do it on the... Re- you and them cigars, man. <laughs> I love it. I know well, I you do. You got you got to cut back some. I was I was proud. You start off. You said, you know what? I got my membership. I went to the gym. Yeah, I got ready to go out to the show. And then, and then I'm listening. And I'm like, you're like on location, and like, of course, it's a cigar bar. I'm like, dang it! I thought I thought you might have been not a bar. It's lo- a cigar shop. Don't call it a bar. Cigar bar. It, it's the same a shop. Thing. Shop. It's a, it's listen, man. I love to hang out with the old retired dudes, and we talk sports. It's a fun time. It's relaxing for me. It's all good. Two zero five three four two nine nine zero four. We'll go ahead and take a break, uh, Justin. I know we got forty, but let's go ahead and take a break because I'll go phone calls the rest of the way. I do want to rush around the SEC. I want to give Justin some time to stir up me some music for the rush around the SEC. We'll, we'll go through the games and pick them. 
And uh, and then we'll hear from you. Are you afraid of this Kentucky game? Does it scare you? Do you look at it as a trap game? I mean, Mark Stoops already telling the fans, come on out, make it loud. That's what we've been asking the last few games in Tuscaloosa, right? The fans make a difference. Stoops already calling for it. Come on out, make some noise. Let's pull an upset. What do Alabama have to do to avoid that? We'll talk more about that. We'll hear from you. And also, Coach Khaki Pants. He says he ain't done anything wrong. He tries to do everything right. Do you think he knew about the um, <laughs> stealing of the signs? <laughs> of course. And do you think Michigan should be excluded from playoff contention? Stephen A. Smith was uh, at HBCU, went to Southern State, his school yesterday, and he said they should be. We'll talk about that on the flip side. This is the Middle's Edge. We're on the tie 100.9. The home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Back in a moment. Hey, this is Reagan, owner of R&R Cigars, the Cigar Mansion in downtown Tuscaloosa, located at 2703 6th Street across from the Home Two Suites. Come down to R&R and see why we're the ultimate cigar and bourbon experience. With over 165 bourbons and five private barrels, our selection of bourbon is unmatched. We have the best cocktails around and our cigar selection is legendary. Our lounge and service are world-class. Come and experience the luxury of the mansion and see why it's a world-renowned cigar and spirits destination. This is Christian Miller, and I'm inviting you to come join us every Friday of home game weekends right here at Buffalo's Cafe from 11 to 1 as we kick off game day weekends the right way. Come join us as we record our show, The Miller's Edge, live, give away some special prizes, and even hang out for a meet and greet after. So don't miss out. Come get game day weekends started the right way at Buffalo's Cafe in Midtown Village with The Miller's Edge. Roll Tide. This is Miller's Edge on Tide It's hump day. It's Wednesday. It's rush around the SEC day. You didn't know, you better recognize. Corey Miller, the pastor of pain. Christian Miller and Justin Jones, we're hanging out here with you. And as we do each and every Wednesday, we'll take a peek and rush around the SEC and look at any news notes, any games that uh, are attractive. And this week... Christian Miller, there are a lot of attractive games because we've been talking a little bit about Alabama and Kentucky. But, man, there are some better games. Sorry, Tide fans, but there are some more intriguing games, I should say. How about Tennessee and Missouri? Missouri coming off a loss at Georgia, played very well. You got Milton up against Cook. Both these quarterbacks have been pretty nice. Cook, 2,471 yards, 16 touchdowns, five interceptions. Milton, Joe Milton, 15 touchdowns, four. But Tennessee, man, last week, they ran the ball. I mean, they ran it a lot. And they were one of the top rushing teams in the conference, Christian. This is one of those games in the SEC East, man, that is hard for me to choose one. But I've been all over Mizzou. I'm going to stick with Mizzou. I think they upset. It is a minor upset because one's 13, one's 14. I think Mizzou beats Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee's on the road at Mizzou. Yeah, I mean, I I can see that. You know, when we played Tennessee, I was impressed. They're a good football team, but I'll be honest. I, I kind of do feel like Mizzou might be the better team between the two. Um, so I, I, I can see that. I, I'd probably go with Mizzou in that game as well. Did we lose you? You didn't lose, and I just hit the mute button. I'm sorry. Oh, no, here you go. College game day headed down to Athens. Lane Kiffin, Ole Miss. How about Lane Kiffin? Only losses to Alabama. They're 8-1. and one. Georgia, 9-0. and oh. Could this be a streak-ending game? Could this be the game where the Bulldogs lose? This offensive Ole Miss, 
fast pace. They go hard. They go fast. They got a solid defense. Yeah, I know a lot of the Alabama fans don't want to hear that with Pete Golden. They do give up some points every now and then. But Georgia don't strike me as that offense that can go 50 pieces on you like that. Christian Miller, I hate to say it. This is a two versus nine matchup. Game day is going to be in Atlanta. I know it's going to be loud. But somebody once said that Sanford Stadium between the hedges is not that impressive. South Carolina had them for half. They don't have the team that Ole Miss has. I think Lane Kiffin and his buddy Kirby Smart, because I used to hang out with both those guys a little bit at r and Cigars, by the way. We used to hang out and chill in the back room. I think Kirby Smith takes care of his buddy. Kirby, I mean, uh, Lane Kiffin takes care of his buddy Kirby Smart between the hedges. <laughs> I was about to say Kirby Smith. That was a good yeah, one. Yeah, I don't know what I'm saying. No, you're good. Um, I don't know, man. I think... I, Sanford Stadium might not be like, you know, it might not have the atmosphere that we have or some of these other places have, but I think it's just hard to beat a, a quality football team like Georgia at home. I would love for Ole Miss to go in there and get the job done. I just, I saw how they, they went on the road to Tuscaloosa where, you know, played Alabama and just, granted, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think it's a tough challenge for Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin, but is it possible? Absolutely. I, I'm going to go with Georgia on that one, though. Uh, they're saying Brock Bowers is looking good on this uh, rehab. May get him back. He won't be back for this game, but he could be back. Let's just say if Alabama and Georgia plays, Brock Bowers looking good. But they don't act like they've missed him too much because the offense is actually rolling. So you taking Georgia in this one? Yes, sir. I'm going with Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin. How about this one? Florida LSU, the Gators, 5-4. and four. Bayou Bengals 6-3. and three. I think LSU will bounce back after that, that uh, knockout blow by the Tide last week. I think they bounce back and take care of Billy Napier and the Gators. Uh, you keep putting me on the spot. I'll be honest, man. I, <laughs> I hate doing I know you don't know a lot about this. Well, I hate got. doing these picks because I'll be honest. I don't watch these teams enough like I should uh, in terms of knowing you what know, to expect. You're not like I am. Uh, no, and it's not that. It's just honestly, man. I'll be—I really just like watching Alabama. Like I don't—you—you're the type like you, you love the. Cigar, you gotta watch so other teams. You gotta watch the whole conference. You know who you I watch? watch? One team. I watch Alabama and I watch the opponents that Alabama plays. Like my job, I don't—I'll be honest. I don't really cover these teams like that. So like I watch them at a glance, but not to the effect of like really breaking them down like you can. So it's hard when it comes to these picks because I'm like, oh hell, I don't know. I stow up, you know. No, just take it as you. They're the highest ranked team. There you go. Well, just, just pick a color that you like. That's what most people do. Dude, I mean, well, I, I like okay, blue, hold on. I know gold. more about ball than just picking the damn color. Now, I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude, look, I'll be honest. On the pregame show, I'm terrible with these picks, man. I'm, I'm bad with these picks, so I'm like, I don't want to bring it on to my show. I, I'm, I'm awful. Obviously, you know, LSU, to me, would be the better team, but I feel like there's always these upsets and stuff. I, I hate being wrong, too, so I just I normally stay out of it. You know what? Just give me, give me LSU. All right, and finally, the last game, since you don't know a whole lot. My Come South on, Carolina Gamecocks, they get the win over the Gamecocks last week of Jacksonville State. A lot of fans here are mad. Shane Beamer in his press conference is going off. He's telling the fans to find some joy. When, when, when do you not celebrate victories? The Gamecocks are three and six, and they got to win out to make a bowl game. They got me. They got to beat Vanderbilt. They're going to have to beat Kentucky next week after Alabama destroys it, and then in-state rival Clemson, who beat Notre Dame. Excuse me. You know where I'm going? Gamecocks going to row right here in Williams Bryce Stadium in Columbia. They're going to take care of Vanderbilt. Yeah, give me the Gamecocks next. All right, that's it. That's our rush around the SEC because Christian don't have a lot of input there, but that's cool. I do because I'm a football player. That's your segment. I, I, I was about to say, I don't even know when it became a back. I think you're just being respectful. You, I was about, you've always done the rush around the SEC. That's your thing. Because uh, you look, I like to involve your man. thoughts because you have such a no, great no, mind. You're very, you're very, nah, you're very kind for doing that. But like, just I'll be honest. I, I love football, but I specifically love Alabama football. I love, you know, watching the NFL games. I watch certain teams, you know, that my, my teammates are on. I just, I'll be honest, man. News, uh, breaking news. I, I can't sit there and watch football all day like you can. I can only, do. you know what I mean? Like, I watch, obviously, Alabama, like, 
every single week. I look forward to watching. Oh, Alabama, and, Alabama, Alabama. But I'm just saying because, I mean, realistically, like, I mean, I, or the teams that they'll, they'll, you know, face at some point, I just, I can't do it. I have to get up and move, man. I'm a very active person. I can't sit there and watch football all day like you can. So I commend you and anybody else that can. As much as I love the game, I'm one of those people, I kind of got to, I got to go do something else. Either I got to go work out, I got to go do something around my house. Like, I've got a lot of stuff I've been, you know, trying to work on in my house, right? Or I'm always doing like the the tech stuff with the with our show and all that. So I, I'm always I'm always busy. So I, well, I got a, I got a, I got a solution for that. All right, let's go two zero five three four two ninety nine zero four. Let's go to Robert, who's been on hold. Robert, welcome in to the Miller's Edge. All right, I hate to do this, Christian. I am one thousand percent with you. I find every other college football team or game boring. <laughs> Thank I you. Have no heart. I have no heartfelt connection to them. I could care less if they play or if they tie times 10. I, can, <laughs> I find it boring. I watch it. Robert, come it, on, I'm dude. dude. I'm telling you, dude, I just, dude, you got to be dedicated to the game to watch all these teams. Especially Robert, you only teams. watch the Alabama Crimson Tide, that's it. I, I watch it till I get bored, and then I ain't going to lie to you. If, if Fred Sanford's on another channel or Andy Griffin, <laughs> oh, I may, I may head that direction. <laughs> But hey, you big yeah. dummy! Yeah, I'm on. I'm, I'm I'm with you on that one. Though. That's my show. Yeah, I may I may drift off. But the question I have for y'all: Okay, say things exactly like they are. The one loss against Texas, hanging out there over us. I still think Texas got that game give to. I think somebody made a phone call to what Kansas State said. Look, we need to Texas stay in this. Why go for? Why go for two? I mean, come on. Anyway, I think it's a conspiracy act on that side. <laughs> but, I mean, look at it this way. I think, you know, with, with, with Texas and Oklahoma coming in next year, is the nation looking at the SEC saying, look, if we don't let somebody else win this year, we're not going to win in football, baseball, basketball, gymnastics, softball. I think it's a yeah. key to try to get the SEC out of it this year. Bama beats, get, Bama gets beat, Bama beats Georgia. Georgia's got the head-to-head loss against Bama, but Bama still has the Texas loss hanging over us. It's going to keep us all out. Just yeah, everybody which, out makes, which makes you don't want to play games like Texas, right? Because now you, feel, yeah. you know why teams don't schedule hard games because Alabama's been doing that. And then this year they finally lost one of those. Now it could bite them in the rear, right? A lot of teams yeah, don't want to play these types of games because now you're going to penalize them for playing a quality opponent. And then they finish out, turn things around. There's no way, though. There's absolutely no way they will stop Alabama. If they went out, beat Georgia, Alabama's in. Somebody else is going to be kicked out. Alabama will be in. Exactly right. Look forward to seeing you. I'm going to try my best to come see you all next next Friday. Yes, sir. Next Friday at Buffalo's Cafe. All right. Yeah. I'll touch base y'all in. Sounds good, man. Appreciate the phone call. 205. We got some um, tie 100.9 message. I want to get to those, Christian, because I've challenge the folks to a- ask questions on the app. Justin, who's a great reader, he, he's like one to, <laughs> you know, read skills challenge. called on in the class, and he was raising his hand yeah. to read. Hey, I can read some stuff in the class now. They, I, I was waiting for that. I had my hand up high for the teacher. <laughs> good, good. Well, here, here's your shot right now. Raise there your you hand go. in the booth, and I'm calling on you. All right, it's Justin, your, it's your on platform, you. Justin. So, go. Uh, so we got an uh, app message from Chris. He, uh, We were talking about the playoff and the rankings. He wants to know, if Penn State beats Michigan and then Michigan beats Ohio State, is the Big Ten left out of the college football playoff? Mm. Yes. Yes. Michigan's schedule is so weak, um, they definitely would be out. Penn State already lost to Ohio State. Uh, they're done. And I think the Big Ten would be left out in that case. So who would, who would slide up? So you're so. But think about this. The winner of the SEC would be in there. And maybe Georgia, maybe SEC. That oh, situation. Oh, you're saying maybe two SEC teams. Yeah, make Georgia it and okay, Alabama gets in one loss. That could, that could. And you're saying if Florida State look at, wins look out, at they the would Georgia's schedule then. now down the stretch with these top 15 teams. If yeah. they went went all of those and then just happened to lose to Alabama, and Alabama has one loss, SEC champion Georgia with one loss, and those that scenario happens with the Big Ten, then I believe the SEC gets uh, two teams in because you got to remember probably Oregon and Washington going to play again as well. Um, and Texas could lose again They, you know, in the, in the Big 12. Chip. So a lot, lot can go on, but in that scenario, I think um, uh, the SEC gets two teams in and the Big 10 are in trouble. 
Got another message on the uh, Tide 100.9 app, Justin. This message is from KJ, who's, uh, I believe he's called into the show before, but he wants to know if you guys know anything about the MJ Morris situation. This is the quarterback at NC State, who I believe has started so far the, the entire season and has decided to just redshirt, call it a, call it a year. He's going to redshirt and potentially enter the portal to go and leave somewhere else. Yeah, I saw that. Um, wait a minute, but I thought to redshirt, if you play over four games, how can you redshirt? Well, it says, I'm reading it now. I, I didn't know anything about this. I started Googling it, but it says he's at his limit of games played. Allowed oh, so he's at the full game, okay. Yeah, so I guess he's still in that in that window. Um, yeah, I don't know much I ain't about mad it, at him. KJ. I, I don't, yeah, I don't know much about it, but, I mean, that's smart to shut it down now and not play any more snaps. If you're in that window and you plan on redshirting and transferring that way, you don't waste But he's hurt. He's hurt, so. Oh, he's hurt. I oh, mean, the thing, are. yeah, the thing would be, why would you play anymore, right? Because they're not going to do anything at NC State. Maybe go to a bowl game. Now you can say, hey, you know what? That's why they built in the four. It used to be once you're a redshirt, you redshirt. You play one game, oh, you lose one redshirt. snap. I remember when I was here, we had yeah. uh, J.C. Hassenauer. He had to go in. Bradley Bozeman got hurt back in 16 or 17. And uh, he just had to go in for him that one game. And he only played maybe a quarter and a half. And that burned his whole season. Yeah. yeah but it now it's up. four games. It's built in. They give you a chance. And you can make a decision. So I have no problems, KJ, with what the young man is doing. And then he can bounce out of there and find something else. Real quick, uh, Justin Jones, uh, supposedly, maybe. I'm hearing this could be your last day producing uh, with us. But no! we're going to try. We're going to try to change this. Because I want all the listeners and callers, we want Justin to be our guy. I, I mean, I'm building. We, we're going to hire Justin ourselves. We love him that much. Call Town so, Square um, Media and uh, <laughs> no, yeah. don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> no. I, I, I want personally the Miller's Edge and extra want to hire our man Justin Jones to be with us. He's, he's been groomed with us, and uh, we like we do our thing with music. He's very knowledgeable. And, and to have a great radio show, I know this for doing this for 25 years. A producer can make or break a show, and he's definitely added uh, to what we do here on the Miller's Edge. So, Justin, man, just sit tight. We we rocking with you, brother. We love and appreciate everything you're doing, you're doing, and you have done. And and uh, hopefully, we can have a conversation that this don't have to be the the last day. Thanks, guys. It's been a lot of fun doing your show, um, and I'll continue to listen and do that if even if we don't get something figured out. So. The man himself. Yeah, I'll, I'll get to come Jones. crash y'all's uh, y'all's thing at Buffalo's now, if that's the case. Oh yeah, oh, oh, bash no. wings. We'll somehow. <laughs> yeah, hey, there you go. We'll get you some free wings too. Hey, oh, speaking of that, real quick, because I know we got to get out of here. Tonight is bash night. If you want all you can eat wings, head on over to Buffalo's Cafe in Midtown Village, seventeen ninety nine. Can't beat it. And all you can eat fries as well. Go and check those guys out. And myself, I'll be there bashing on some wings again. Bash night at Buffalo's Cafe tonight, Midtown Village, Tuscaloosa. We'll see you guys there. This has been another great episode or show of Miller's Edge right here on Tide 100.9 and 1230 WTBC. Got to get out of here. Big news sports coming up next. Again, we are presented by the Good Feet Store, America's art support experts. See you guys tomorrow. Don't, Justin, don't. Let's go, baby. Justin, Justin, Justin. <laughs>